This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the War Vessel Radio podcast. We're on episode 36. Um... And I'm pretty excited for what the Lord laid on my heart to share with you guys. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, I just got back from Ellerslie, and it was a good season of just kind of, I was gone, I was out in Colorado for two weeks, um, and it was a good season uh, to just kind of step away from life in Michigan, work, um, just everything that is in my life just to kind of escape it if you will um and have this retreat or this set apart season and um Ellerslie itself was great but the point I'm I'm going to make here is is greater than even just what happened at Ellerslie and that is how the Lord uses set apart seasons of our life that it's a disruption to our normal daily flow that we've come to be that we've grown accustomed to um and so it's kind of like a uh a diverge in a new direction for a brief period of time before we re-emerge in the direction we were heading for again and for me Ellerslie kind of did that it was this uh, uh the image that's coming to mind right now and I'm not, not sure if this is a good uh, description or not, but as if you have a stream and then it's flowing in one direction and rushing in that one direction and that's its chief course of flow. And then if you were to dam that stream up and give it a new direction, it would flow into that new direction. And then let's say it flows and it flows and then you dam it up again and it <clears throat> is directed back to its original course that it was on. That's kind of what my my trip out to Ellerslie was like, and it was really good. But coming back, it's very interesting how those set apart seasons influence coming back because now you have you're coming into it your your life with a, a different perspective. Um, you have to reacquaint yourself with daily living and everything that you normally did before you were gone for a period of time. And that can actually be deeply sanctifying and challenging and also refreshing and joy-filled too. Uh, for me, it came with a lot of it came with a lot of sanctification. I, I had re- I was able to recognize or be recognizing patterns in my life that were not unhealthy that I had before I left for Ellerslie and then coming back I was like, huh, these are here. I need to deal with these um, and begin a process of being sanctified before the Lord and um, being renewed. And that is, uh, it's just good to have these seasons, seasons of set-apartness where your focus changes off daily life to something um, like in Ellerslie's case, 
um, in in a spiritual manner of focusing on Jesus and then also focusing with on relationships and with other believers and being with like-minded people and being exhorted and encouraged and just having conversation and so coming back um, charged, if you will. I don't want to say spiritual high, though you could say that, um, but more just sharpened and uh, honed and therefore a better tool and then coming back into the normalness of life, if you will, back into workplaces, back into relationships uh, with people at home, back into um, old ways sounds terrible because that sounds like sinfulness, but that's not necessarily what I'm getting at, but like back to the beaten paths of life. Um, And so you're sharpened and now you're back in this new, or you're back in this, I want to say new, you're back where you uh, were before you left, um, and we're back in the same things where you were before you left, and your perspective is totally new. You, you've been heightened to uh, another level in Christ, where you're getting a new perspective of your life, and that for me has been both challenging and extremely um, freeing in a lot of ways, as the Lord just has been working in various ways and challenging and convicting me on how my life needs to change and how um, uh, to be dealing with this this new season of my walk again. And so that's uh, just something that I've been dwelling on and pondering and I wanted to share with you guys and looking at your life in these seasons and seeing how the Lord could be using them. Maybe you go away for vacation for a week or it's a missions trip Um a retreat or or camping, anything that disrupts what would be your typical life of maybe going to school or, or work or whatever it may be, whatever disrupts that normal flow and then re-entering it, how, what is challenging when you come back into that? Is it hard to get back to work? Is it difficult to deal with the relationships? Do you recognize patterns in your life that weren't healthy before before you left but you never recognized but then coming back you see them as being something that you feel should be um, sanctified from your life for the betterment of your walk with the Lord and also just in general so you have more life to give and uh, more freedom and so I wanted to read a, ch- a segment of Ecclesiastes, of all things. Uh, Ecclesiastes has a lot to say about seasons and this and that, and it feels very depressing when you read the book. But this, I really like this passage that the Lord brought um, before me in response to this idea of set-apart seasons and then coming back into... Uh, and man, I, My vocabulary for how to explain this is not very good. And coming back to the home world, if you will. So it's Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 to 8. And I'll read that quickly. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, 
a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. I think right off the bat, what first struck me about this passage, besides the um, contrasting seasons of, um, you know, born and die, pluck uh, and plant, uh, kill and heal, there, there's bookends to this segment of verses. Uh, in verse 2, it says, a time to be born. And then at the end of verse 8, it says, in a time of peace. And, and it occurred to me that it is so like the Lord in a list like this to end it with, to start and end it with the bookends of life. There's a time to be born, the beginning of life, and a time of peace. And peace, I believe, would be a symbol of life, as in it's not a time of turmoil, it's a time of of rest, refreshing, rejuvenation, of of growing and uh, not the struggle of of the hard things, but this um, uh, you know, in in the typical sense of peace, it there is no war, there is no death occurring, um, and that could be a spiritual death or a physical death, or even emotional, how, however you want to look at that. Um, and so I just that struck it to me that it was really cool that the. Uh, it, it starts with a time of life, a time of, of new life being born, and then ends with a time of peace and a preservation of life within a shelter, within rest. And that just seems very characteristic of the God that we serve and that there is a time that we are born and we are brought to life to serve the Lord. And then we will live life with all these various seasons of um, of healings, of breaking down, of casting away, of gathering of embracing and refraining to embrace um, the times of war and times of peace and times of death and times of life. That is the course of our walk with the Lord as we're born. There's challenges and there's rejoicing. Now, the rejoicing should come always with the challenges, uh, but there are challenges nonetheless, and there are trials and there are struggles, and there are these times of... Of that, and then there's contrasting times of healing and rejoicing. But then, at the end of it all, when we actually die, if we are in Christ, then we enter into an everlasting time of peace, where our souls and our spirits are at rest in Christ in eternity, and we are brought into the fullness of of perfection in Christ Jesus that we were separated from in the life and the fleshly sense. So uh, that was what's been on my mind is this idea of living in seasons and then living in each season to the fullest and recognizing them as all of something that is as in God's hand, as in God's timing, that in, in times to weep, that we weep knowing it is from the Lord, that this season was from the Lord, and that in doing that, our recognition will eventually turn from sadness 
to laughing and from uh, our time from mourning into a time of dancing. And that is how the Lord works is he brings these seasons of where we are seemingly brought low or brought down our, our in our lives or or have these moments of incredible toughness. And then through that, he shows himself faithful and that we actually grow larger than and we grow tougher in our spiritual lives in Christ and our relationship with him. And and we thrive. Actually, we come out of out of that time thriving, and so that has really been my heart. And in this season of coming back home and just looking at life differently, um, it's been amazing how the Lord's used that. I I can think of past times where I would go and have a set apart season, and it'd be it would be tremendous. Just relaxing and refreshing, not necessarily a ministry thing, but maybe it's just a vac- an extended vacation or something. And it's relaxing, it's rejuvenating, mentally um, unloading things and just kind of coasting. And that's super nice. And then you come back, and often life, uh, if you're at in a work position or in school and you've just taken a break from all those things, well, those things never stopped moving just because you went away. Often they just increase because you're gone and the pressure builds up. And so you come back into that needing to deal with those situations and it can feel really tough. Like, man, I do not want to deal with this. Why is this so hard? Um, and through that, if our perspective is that of Jesus's, we can grow stronger in Christ and we can leverage those times for God's glory and how our attitude is shaped to become more like him, how our, um, our temperaments, how our personality becomes changed when we surrender in obedience, how we want to feel to how Christ would have us react to what we're dealing with, to what we're living and walking in. Um, and this, I know this sounds really good on paper, and it's true, it's truth. And, but it's not easy. I, I know in the last couple of weeks, there's many things that I did not handle in the spirit of Christ and that I just totally dropped the ball and started wrestling with it in my own strength. And, uh, which is honestly wrestling with the Lord. It's, uh, it's funny, I've had conversations with people that the Lord has used my name, Jacob, uh, and going back to where Jacob wrestles with God. And at the end, he just ends up limping around because he gets his hip dislocated after wrestling with God. But he clings to God and just begs for blessing. And the Lord can use those times where we're stubborn, when we're not going along with his plan and not being obedient and really wrestling and struggling with him to bring us to a new place of recognizing our need for him, recognizing our need for blessing. And so let's seek his grace when we fail and come out of that with the blessing of God. Uh, And so that's very much me. I go toe-to-toe with the Lord 
quite often, even on a daily basis, maybe not in major things all the time, but in minor things sometimes, which is just sounds stupid in and of itself that I would go toe to toe with God in, in the minor things and um, not the major things, but, <clears throat> and I do go toe to toe to God in the major things, I guess that sounds like I don't, but um, the Lord is teaching me to, in, to, to anticipate him in the presence of problems. And I say anticipate that not necessarily looking for the problems and then looking for God in the problems, but when the problems come, had that anticipation of Jesus is here. Jesus is with me. And then in the moments of rejoicing, being able to rejoice all the more because Jesus is here. Jesus is with me. And in the problems, being able to rejoice because Jesus is here. Jesus is with me. And that's the heart that I want the church to be cultivating, that I want to be cultivated in myself, that I want to be, have cultivated in you guys um, and see this life born. Um, so I would challenge you to be thinking of if you're in a, a set-apart season that disrupts your normal life or your home life or whatever that looks like for you, when you come back into that and experience the unique challenges uh, that you face because of that set-apart season, look to see how God could be using it to bring things to light that otherwise wouldn't have if you just continued plotting in that same direction. Uh, and that's, it's a good, it's a good uh, reflection, it's a good meditation to have. Um, and I think you would be very surprised at what the Lord has, as I have been over the last couple weeks. So I uh, hope you guys get something out of this podcast. I'm sorry it was, it felt very much more like a rambling, uh, stretching for words, but I think the Lord can use that. So I hope it was encouraging to you guys. Um, I'm praying for you all, just asking the Lord's blessing to come upon you and appreciate all of you who listen and uh, just give me encouragement through through your faithfulness to, to listening. So I, I thank you very much and I pray God blesses you richly this week as you go searching for him in your life. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.